Hey, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. As the year comes to a close, our staff is writing about our favorite sports moments of 2019. Jason Concepcion explains the year in 10 pieces of pop culture, and we break down the last 10 years of the Marvel Universe. Also, ahead of the new Star Wars movie coming out next week, the staff's discussing Baby Yoda, Rise of Skywalker romances, and what the Resistance will do if they win. You can check this all out on TheRinger.com. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we are talking about award season. We are checking in with the Kardashian Christmas. At my request. Thanks to you both. <laughs> um, we're doing a quick Quibi Watch. Quibi Watch! <laughs> there, there's just, there's so much more to this episode. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics. And now, let's spill tea. Okay, this is definitely Amelia and Kate's Corner. Tea Time is checking in with the Golden Globes slash award season in general. The Golden Globes are on January 5th. Oscars are on February 9th. Wow, you We're know those dates. coming Just that right off. Soon. This, that was my only contribution. <laughs> Golden Globes are on January 5th. So, you guys, what are your predictions? Okay, well, things are, like, heating up. We had the Golden Globes nominations this week. We had the SAG nominations this week. Which are the, really the ones you need to pay attention to. That's what they say. That's— I don't know. I'm they, convinced. They all seemed pretty boring yeah. to me. I was a little at, at least like the Golden Globes. Like you want them to make some wacky choices. You want everyone to show up and get drunk. Like yeah. they're supposed to be kind of the fun ones. But Ricky Gervais is hosting this year, so I was already a little bit out on them. And then they just the nominations. I think everyone was a little let down mm-hmm. by them. But there were some weird choices. I wanted to shout out them for randomly nominating Kate Blanchett for Where Do You Go, Bernadette, <laughs> wow. which is a movie that I saw and no one else saw. Oh, you saw that? I sure did. My loyalty to Kate Blanchett knows no bounds. But like, she's probably not going to come. Like, why? Really? Why? Why does Kate Blanchett go to this? Like, she's not going to win. Free booze. For a movie, that's true. I feel like Kate Blanchett could everyone, find free booze otherwise. Right, somewhere else. Everyone was like, like HFPA, like she's not coming to your award show. Like you threw her this bone, you want her to come, but like she's not going to come. I hope she comes. Yeah. I also there were a couple other things. Taylor Swift. There was a lack of cats nominations here. I was a little sad. I really, really wanted devastating. like a random like Judy Dench, like James yes. Corden nomination. Like what are we doing here if we're not nominating them? But Taylor Swift's song for Cats was nominated for best original song. Beautiful Ghost. Right. I have not listened to it once. <laughs> I just know that it exists, and I know that she's been annoying online about it. I really <laughs> want it to win, to be honest. Why not? Like, why not? I just why need not? something, some, like, little chaotic element. And I feel like she co-wrote it. Didn't she co-write it with Andrew, Andrew Lloyd, Lloyd Webber. Webber? So I feel like there's that element It does. It play. has some prestige there. You know, she could win. But I also— <laughs> Brief tangent. I want to complain about the billboards for cats. So they're all over LA right now. And it's like, they obviously look pretty good. It's just like cats in like gold font. (laughs) And they're everywhere. They're like on buses, they're on benches. And they say cats. And then they say in theaters, Christmas. Mm -hmm. Cats is in theaters on December 20th. What? The release date is not Christmas. The release date is December 20th. Don't put Christmas on your billboards if your movie doesn't come out on Christmas. That is weird. Is that not weird? I have no idea. I guess, I don't know. It's more like, grabby. I guess it's technically true. Like, yeah, it is. But like, people are going to be like, damn, I can't see cats until Christmas. That's gonna that is to true, go see cats instead of little women Whatever will cats do, I don't know. And you could be seeing cats five days earlier. 
I got that into a weird. whole argument in the video meeting because I was like, guys, it's out on Christmas. Every billboard says Christmas. They were like, no, it's out on the 20th. False <laughs> advertising from Cats. Are you going to see Cats on December 20th? No, I'm probably going to see Star Wars on December 20th. Mm. Oh. And then I'll see Cats. And then I'll see Little Women. Actually, that's a lie. I'm seeing Little Women tonight. But I'll see Little, little Women <laughs> again on Christmas. <sighs> um, I'm excited for you to see Little Women. Thank you so much. Me too. Okay, so back to award season. Uh, cats, please fix your billboards. Mm. Now, the SAG Awards were also this week. Or excuse me, the nominations were announced this week. And the SAG Twitter account. Amelia, you're a social media person. So I want your take <laughs> on this. Oh, they clearly put a lot of time into crafting their tweets about each of these nominations. And the one I want to highlight is... This is, was the tweet that was used to announce Ensemble in a Comedy Series. And the tweet reads as follows. All of us this year watching these hilarious nominees for Ensemble in a Comedy Series. Oh Congratulations gosh. to Barry Fleabag, Schitt's Creek, The Comincy Method, and Maisel TV. Hashtag SAG Awards. Who wrote this and why are they being paid to write it? I, I It's just like it's one of those, I feel like we've been told as social, oh God, as social media people like that, you want like relatable stuff. Like I think I was told that in a meeting this morning that like relatable work. <laughs> you actually were. I was yeah. also in that meeting. Oh damn that, that's but tough. I really like. <laughs> I really like this comment from at Akio Carmen. She replied to that tweet with "Fuck you trying to write a relatable caption when you're out here snubbing some of the best films of the year, laughing my fucking ass off." Damn. Hell yeah, Carmen. Which is true. It's true. Like yeah. you can't like disguise your. You're right. egregious, you know. Right. That was the worst part is that people were like, these nominees are garbage. And like their tweets were so like trying Probably to be catchy relatable, and yeah. relatable and like also, meme am I wrong? But like, whatever the hell that is, that's more of like, that even skews younger than us. Totally And does. the fucking SAG Awards are definitely trying to not reach like the Billie right. Eilish generation. <laughs> right. What, are, what is the point? Totally. They I might know. as well like, do like the feral teens, hogs. The teens don't care, like no matter what you do. And this was right. just like put in there just like so like randomly that it was like yeah. no one took any time. They're just like, uh, people like that. So weird. Really weird. So odd. One thing the SAG Awards did get right, they nominated J-Lo for Hustlers. Yes. Amelia, I want you to check in on how you feel about J-Lo's award season campaign so far. I mean, I think she's doing a great job. She, you know, she's hosting Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Or she, she did. did. She is out here with that ad. With I thought you were going to say that. Kim Kim. Me too. Oh, no, no. Oh, my God. I was like, no, no, I no. Mean, where's the lie? <laughs> she is out here she, with that she ad. She is. But also that <laughs> but ad. With that ad. With the, the Kim Kardashian. Did you guys see the Kim Kardashian Yeah, Yes. Ad? Where they're wearing the face masks. I was like, they're not best friends. Like, no. stop. But yeah. she's trying. But she's trying. And she's got all her hands on everything. Which yeah. I appreciate. Like I said, I think she deserved an Oscar for Selena. It was years, like, late. So, you know what? Do your thing. I will say, whoever is doing the uh, the videos, the ones that she's been putting up, being like, thank you so much. <laughs> My nomination, where she's got, like, the big eyes, yeah. filter yeah. and stuff. A little strange. But they're reacting so quickly. And not only that, they're captioning it. Like, right. It's Great job! Can we hire you? Like I know the execution. I mean, it's a little like little weird with the filters, and she's like on a treadmill for one of them. But like (laughs) she gets really fast. It's subtitled. Like she definitely has a team. She's putting money into this campaign. Yeah. Also, somebody wrote on this outline. Um, put in some links to the array of lady suits she's been wearing. That was for you. Yeah. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, she looked incredible. She's on SNL. She also brought that Versace green dress back out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Which I'm like, you if you want to wear that to every literally just every event. 
Yeah. I'm, we're all for it. This is more of a PSA, but as we're talking about the awards seasons in general, I just really want a positive, prestige love story. Yeah. I cannot escape the conversation around marriage story to save my life. And I know a lot of people like it. This is more, and that's fine, but <laughs> I'm just going to say, I don't want to see disintegration of marriage yeah. and two people madly in love and it's all, and I know apparently it ends in like a happy, like, you know, maybe a positive note. Sure. I haven't seen it. But like, I just want a really good love story. You know, La La Land was a couple years yeah. ago now. Feels like we, and that didn't even end happy. I need a happy oh. love story. Please. Liz. I have a great one for you. There's a movie coming out soon that has familial dynamics. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Several different romances Uh-oh. throughout time. <laughs> I know what's Sisters coming. Sisters bonding. <laughs> oh, my God. I will not see Little Women. You cannot pay me. But okay. on that note. <laughs> on that note, the last thing in this category. Emma Watson has notably— First of all, Little Women has been shut out of award season so far, which That's is— That's wild to me. to me personally. Um, <laughs> Emma Watson has been— noticeably absent from the Little Women press tour. And people have started tweeting out it being like, literally, where is she? Mm -hmm. Why is she not here? The entire cast. Meryl Streep has done more press than Emma Watson for this movie. And people are like, is it because she's not very good in it? But like, apparently she's not that bad. Right. As the only... Emma Watson fan in this podcast studio. I think she's fine. I will say it's really confusing. This is a great time for her to, like, the whole dynamic of cast members are so fun to right. watch. She should absolutely be in these group mm-hmm. videos yeah. with all these people. And she doesn't like she has that other, like, that much other stuff going on. Like, no. what are you doing, Emma Watson? I have like, no she's a book idea. Club. Right. It's, yeah. It's her style founding. has also been tough uh, for the few things that really? she's shown up to. I think Wait. part of that is that she's like, I can only wear things that have recently been a tree. Mm. Like, you know, where <laughs> she mm. is determined to do like, if it didn't come from a compost pile, I don't want it on right. my body. Right. Um, so that's tough. But Emma Watson, like, do some more interviews for this. Like, what do you have going on? Yeah, come on, girl. Come on. Okay, uh, next category is This Week in Social Media. I'm starting off. Chrissy Teigen just did something lovely, which is to let the public know what it is to really be an A-list celeb. Totally out of the blue, she went on Twitter and was just like, ask me anything you would like to know about being a, quote, super huge A-list celebrity, and answered with a lot of honesty, answered a ton of questions. So I'm here just as like a general announcement. Here is what it is to be Chrissy Teigen. Someone asked, what is the best perk of being a celebrity? She said, no one gives my kids nasty looks on the plane. If anything, they're creepily nice, and it's crazy unfair because they're just as annoying as other kids on the plane. Relatable. Huge plus. Someone asked, do you set an alarm or does someone gently wake you up in the morning? She answered, John sets an alarm but leaves it in the bathroom while he makes the kids pancakes and I have to get up to cancel it. I get very upset. So now we know John Legend makes his children pancakes every That's morning. a great question too. I saw, I was online while she was doing this yeah. and I was like, took 10 seconds and I was like, do I have a question for Chrissy Teigen? Yeah. And some people like Kirby, Pat Muldowney, our social media guy, mm-hmm. his Girlfriend Kirby asked a question that she answered about public transportation. And I was like, she obviously is like answering like questions from like people that I know. Like I could ask one. And I took 10 seconds. I was like, yeah, I don't have a good question for Chrissy. (laughs) This was really good to know. Someone asked, how does she make reservations? And she's, this is how she says, she goes, hi, it's Chrissy Teigen. And I'd like to make a reservation for two for John Legend. Do you have any availability? If you just say, hi, can I make a reservation for two? They got to say no. You have to say it all at once. Right. Genius. Right. Because you don't want them to say no and then be like, um, excuse me, I'm Chrissy Teigen. Because then it's like, <laughs> right. yeah, Do you, you got to get it all out. That's who I true. am. She answered like about airport security. Apparently, there's this private terminal that you go through security line and then a car takes you to, right to the plane. Then you hop on. Sounds very lovely. 
like how honest she is. I know. Actually, this was really interesting. A lot of her questions like yeah. and answers, she was really concise. Right. She was funny. She wasn't like trying too hard. She was right. just like being honest. Yeah. I thought this was pretty good. And she said a lot of, she feels really guilty about the amount of money she has. I don't know. Mm. Very, very good stuff. I told you guys, she has a good Twitter. Yeah. All right, next up. All right. The most retweeted tweet of 2019, uh, Twitter basically released a lot of data this week. And originally when they released the report, the tweet that I'm about to talk about, which is related to BTS, was number two. Mm. And as soon as they released the report, all the BTS fans were like, well, we can change that. So <laughs> it immediately became the most retweeted tweet of 2019. <laughs> um, and it's just funny to me that it's just such a mashup of like the things that teenage girls want to retweet and <laughs> mm-hmm. see on Twitter. It combines BTS, Billie Eilish, and TikTok. It's essentially just like the most popular member of BTS <laughs> dancing and lip syncing to Bad Guy by Billie Eilish in TikTok form. And I was like, yep, like that mm-hmm. would be the most retweeted tweet of 2019. That'll do it. So yeah, it was just like a perfect buzzword of popularity. It's a teenage Mad Libs. That's it really exactly is. Good it for is. them. Okay, next thing. Yeah, so RIP or hashtag RIP Nick Cannon with one N, not two, which is how he actually <laughs> spells his name. Oh, it is. <laughs> that is how he spells his name, or uh, is it? No, uh, the one N is not how he spells okay, it. Okay, right. yeah. So, yeah. So, it wasn't even uh, spelled correctly. It was trending on Twitter. And it's because Nick Cannon is in a feud with Eminem, which— I just, Is it 2003? It like, <laughs> truly, is it 2003? I think it all stems from this whole Mariah Carey thing. Where Mar- Still? Yeah, but like— Wow. Then I guess uh, Eminem— Dropped a lyric on like Fat Joe's EP or something. I'm saying words that I don't. I'm really loving know exactly. watching you try to explain this <laughs> and, and the disdain on her face. I right know, now. but like, and it's so funny because like Eminem is known as like one of the greatest rappers alive, and Nick Cannon is like, you host the Mass Singer now. Like, <laughs> Jumpline is an amazing movie, but yeah, That's you true. can't That's go up thing against Nick Cannon has done. And the diss track isn't even good. He like calls out. Uh, Nick Cannon tries calling out Eminem for like raising, for stepping up to the plate and raising someone else's child, which is like that. Ooh, that's yeah. That's, that's of all the things to go after Eminem for. That's not what I would have exactly out. like. That's so he's being a man and like stepping up to the plate and helping children. <laughs> right. Like what? What? What is wrong with you, Nick Cannon? Just stop. Just continue your hosting gig. So it was trending because people were like, Eminem's going to kill Nick Cannon for saying this? Yeah, and people were just laughing at Nick Cannon because he sucks. Oh, okay. I <laughs> and, can get behind that. <laughs> yeah, and it, the, and they had like this clip circulating of the game being like, I don't fuck around with Eminem. Like, he's just so good. And it's just hmm. like, if the game is going to say that, like, what are you doing? Right? I know. I feel like I'm being really old on this episode, but I feel like hashtag RIP someone's name. Like, you can't do <laughs> I that. Right I was now. like, oh, Nick Cannon fucking it's, died. Right. And then I clicked on it and he was alive. That's what uh, <laughs> Nick Cannon is over party is for. That's Use so the correct true. hashtag. Yes, that's come so on. true. RIP, too strong. Next thing. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, I regret to inform everyone that Ryan Reynolds did something funny this week. Oh, yeah. um, he released an ad for Aviation Gin starring oh, the Peloton actress. Her name is Monica Ruiz. Let's give her credit for uh, her <laughs> press cycle. It's just been absolutely <laughs> staggering. So we talked about last week she uh, the Peloton commercial that went viral where she basically it was like really haunting and she was talking to the camera and filming this video for her husband blah blah you've seen it yes so aviation gin which is ryan reynolds gin company hired her immediately and released a commercial on december 6th so six days ago right after our we of course we recorded last week of course and literally she's in a bar with like these two girlfriends one of which was on america's next top model i don't know if you guys remember mercedes anyway (laughs) oh thank you amelia sorry thank you um 
But she's basically in a bar looking at the camera, and it's very clear that it's obviously the same woman, and mm-hmm. it apparently mm. exists in the extended Peloton universe. <laughs> uh, because basically the idea is that, like, she just dumped her husband that made her ride this bike every single day for a year, and now is recovering and just, like, downing gin yeah. and with her girlfriend. Wow. So yeah. it's a great idea, great execution. It happens it. so fast. And the tagline is, you look great, by the way. Yeah, right? right? Yeah. That's the end. Yeah. So it's like she's recovered. And it, Ryan Reynolds tweeted out and was like, exercise bike not included. I just wow. cannot believe the person that had this idea, like, needs to be given so much money. Yeah. You, so you don't think it was Ryan Reynolds who had the idea? I doubt it. I'm guessing it's someone that just works someone for his company that it. was like, we got to get her. Yeah. Um, but it, ha- it was like within a week yeah. of the Peloton commercial. Also good for Monica yeah. Ruiz. You ride yeah. that yes. high all the yeah. way to you the You ride it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, next one. Um. You know what, Kate? Maybe you're right, or maybe you're not. Actually, you might not be because uh, Bette Midler, she went on Twitter again because you know she—that's her favorite she medium now. Twitter. She really does, and she called out Justin Timberlake for apologizing, you know, to his wife for the whole hand holding incident on a Notes app, which I can't believe he did that. But anyway, she was like, "You should apologize to Janet Jackson's boob." Cutting him from the corner, <laughs> cracking up. But she Guys, is right. Bette Midler she brings is right. the heat on Twitter. I know. Nonstop. However, it's yeah. really funny that you, you put this in the outline because this week I was like, damn it. Like I just went on a podcast and said that Bette Midler's Twitter was good because mm-hmm. she tweeted, what's wrong with this picture? And it was a picture of, I don't even think it's her picture. I think she was just trying to like create oh, relatable it's not content. Her I'm not sure. Hmm. But she's in an art museum or whoever took the picture is in an art museum. And it's just like three teenage girls sitting on a bench looking at their phones in an art museum. And if everyone immediately was like, what's wrong with this picture is that like you're taking a picture of <laughs> yeah. underage girls and tweeting it out to your millions of followers like yeah. with no mind, consent. Mind your business, like, Bette Midler. And it's just <laughs> such like a thing that my grandparents would say like yeah, looking sure. at us on Thanksgiving on our phones and being like, this is why like children are, you know, yeah. going to ruin this country. <laughs> right, um, right. So I was like, fuck, bet. Um, <laughs> but I guess she just broke even maybe with yeah, the good Justin. Yeah, I think so. I Honestly, think so. I still think she's she's batting like above average. Totally. Yeah. For I don't her think age especially. We shouldn't cancel her for that. And honestly, she is right. Like, Justin, Justin Timberlake like, apologized to Janet Jackson's boob. <laughs> Okay, next category. Tea Time's biggest relationship news ever. Kate, take it away. Guys, it's Harry Styles week. I am. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, now I feel really ashamed to talk about this. I don't feel safe anymore in this space. Uh, okay, so Harry Styles hosted the Late Late Show this week with James Corden, but not with James Corden because it was Harry Styles hosting. Right. And of course, Kendall Jenner was one of the guests. Oh, God. Um, she was supposedly like talk there to talk about the uh, finale of the season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But obviously, she was just there because she used to date Harry Styles, allegedly. Uh, and so everyone was like, oh, my God, like, what are they going to talk about? Like, what are we going to learn about Kendall Jenner and Harry Styles while they're in their interview? So they played Spill Your Guts, Fill Your Guts, which is one of the grosser James Corden creations where you either have to basically answer a question truthfully or eat something disgusting. Um, To surprising no one, they didn't answer any of the questions people wanted them to answer. Um, (laughs) Among the questions that both of them dodged, which songs on Harry's last album are about Kendall? He did not answer that question. Most unlikable supermodel in the world. Kendall said she had an answer, but she couldn't say it. Wow. Um, The most surprising celebrity to ever slide into Kendall Jenner's DMs. That I want to know. She also said she had an answer but didn't say it. Uh. Um, And then she asked Harry to rank Louis, Liam, Nile, and Zane's solo music, and he did not do that. However, she did rank her siblings from best to worst parents. Without hesitation, Rob at number one, Courtney, dead last. I feel like, yeah. 
The public sort of figure that one out. Yeah. 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 But also, like, you know, I feel like we harp on her. I mean, I definitely do about being boring and having no talent. But (laughs) I appreciate that she answered that question. It's true. Really? I give her no credit. She should have answered the juicy (laughs) stuff in order to be like, I can play this game. I'm, you know, I'm game for stuff. No, she was not game. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was on with Tracy Ellis Ross, which to me was staggering Mm. because Tracy Ellis Ross has an incredible personality and is a very warm and charming person. And putting her next to Kendall Jenner just made Kendall look worse. (laughs) And Kendall was like, yeah, it's our season finale this week. And Tracy Ellis Ross, like, was actually, like, asking her questions and pretending to be interested. And Kendall was just like a, you know, a skinny brick of wood. (laughs) I don't— So, anyway, nothing really came of it. Harry Styles was very charming, and yeah. his album comes out tomorrow, which uh, is why it's Harry Styles Week. The, there you sure. go. The Jenner Kardashians, I'm sorry, this is kind of a heavy uh, Kardashian episode, but we've stayed away from them for yeah, a, a little yeah. bit. Also, yeah. people know what they are yeah, subscribing they to. They do, at right. this point, if you're listening. Right. Uh, so, in relationship news, Caitlyn Jenner and the Kardashian slash Jenner family are still on the outs, and it's only getting weirder. Yes. Caitlyn Jenner was just on the TV show, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, which is <laughs> kind of like Survivor, and they're in a jungle, and people get voted off. And it's a British show, right? The show, yeah. Um, so, she was on the show, and she was voted off. And so, I guess, normally, contestants who get voted off from the show have this waiting route like uh, they walk into a room and their family and friends and loved ones are all waiting for them to like welcome them home and kind of congratulate them on what's going on apparently no one was there but Caitlyn's partner Sophia Hutchins which they've been together for a while but None of the Kardashians, none of the Jenners, Oof. and I guess I guess the show kind of framed it as if it was really sad, like no one showed up. Oh. Um, a lot of contestants, while they're on the show, get letters from their family, like no one sent Caitlyn anything. So anyway, the Kardashians are getting a lot of flack being like, you guys are filled with money and resources. None of you could have at least, you know, hugged Caitlyn. Right, yeah. Whatever. So uh, the Kardashian and Jenner family are responding, being like, actually, no one came to us with an opportunity to do oh. so. This is definitely the show framing it for this story, this like, you know, sad step storyline. Yeah. Kim backed it up and Brandon Jenner said like, no one has reached out. Ooh. I don't know whose side I'm really on. I feel bad for Caitlyn because obviously right. she's yeah. estranged from 85% of her extended family. Oh. But then on the other side, I'm sure this TV show is like, hell yeah, the Kardashians are like, you know, right. clickbait at yeah. this yeah. point. Hmm. It seems like they would have wanted the Kardashians on anyway. True. I could see them not reaching out to like the fringe Jenners. Sure. Right. You know, because they're like, like we can then do like the sad storyline. Yeah. Yeah. I and don't know. Kylie and Kendall, I guess, sent balloons to Caitlyn's house. And that was like, they're well <laughs> right. done. Okie so, dokie. Yeah. Next piece of relationship news. I'm so sorry for saying this, but it's like really boring. I have like three facts about <laughs> it. Emma Stone got engaged. She has a pearl engagement ring. They've been dating since 2017. And wow. he's a writer and segment director on SNL. And there's nothing else being written about it. The SNL writer actress thing really bothers me, I have to say. Does it? Yes. These are mediocre white men who just like have <laughs> said this. two jokes in their whole life. Damn. And all these actors, all these like stunning A-list actresses are like, oh my God, I've never met anyone like you. I'm like, everyone in New York is like them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wh- you know, what I is agree so with special you. about these random guys? And SNL hasn't been that great in a long time. Right. How funny can they Yikes. be? Also, he kind of looks like her brother. Like he, <laughs> which is—I mean, that's fine. You know, if you're into that. <laughs> it's because he's just like a random white man with a beard. Like, <laughs> okay, true, true, he's true. Like, not that interesting, right? Um, I just like I'm just not—I don't get it. Like, you could date anyone. Like, yeah. Colin Andrew Joseph Garfield, right? Call him Andrew Garfield. I know oh. Emma Stone, RIP into that relationship. Yeah. Mm. Uh, next piece from me is that Cara Delevingne's Twitter got hacked, mm. and this is like the weirdest thing <laughs> of all time. So. 
when people's Twitter get hacked, I don't know, they like post intimate photos of like however they hack their computer right. or say a bunch of crazy shit. This hacker just said, me and Ashley broke up, referring to <laughs> Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson. And then said, giving away a thousand iPhone 11 Pros and much more since I love you so much. <laughs> like, this is the weirdest Twitter hack of all time. That's what you're going to do when you have her Twitter account. You have seven minutes on Karen DeLevine's Twitter and you're talking about iPhone 11. <laughs> and that was it. Oh my God. That was you the guys. news. But you guys, don't worry. They're still together with their sex bench. They're going strong. <laughs> Anyway, that's that is, the last from me, Amelia. Oh my god, that's offensive that they uh, wow. missed opportunity. Hacker. Yeah, yeah. opportunity. Okay, also this is just a PSA for all you ladies out there. Um, <laughs> stop having children with Chris Brown. He apparently, you know, had a kid with Amika Harris, who's a model, and it's a baby boy, Aiko Katori, and you know what? She, I'm looking at a picture of her right now. She's gorgeous. She's so beautiful. And Chris Brown is a piece of shit. <laughs> like, yep. ladies, you can do better. Trust me, you can do better. Yeah, He's lot- an abuser. <laughs> there oh. are so many SNL writers out there you could be dating instead. <laughs> True. Date a boring white man from New York, you guys. <laughs> Okay, this comes from the mind of Liz Kelly. <laughs> I am so excited for this category. No one wanted to do it in any other format. So guess what? I forced it upon tea time. We Thanks. did. We were going to do a whole Ringer Dish episode about this and it just never happened. So now you get yeah. five, five minutes Liz monologue. I'm excited. <laughs> Mysteriously, it never happened. So instead, tea time is investigating Kardashian Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I feel as though we should start with a brief history of the Kardashian yes. Christmas Eve party. I'm pic- I want you guys to picture like one of those Christmas specials where it's the host in like a smoking jacket with a cigar Ooh. like sitting in a leather chair in front of the yes. fire. That's how I want you to picture Liz while she's going through this. Thank you. Please proceed. Let me take you all on a journey. This Christmas Eve party started more than 30 years ago Damn. when, yeah, no, when <laughs> Chris was still married to Robert Kardashian. Oh, wow. You guys, cell phones weren't around. The Kim was just a blip in the sky. <laughs> Who knew what she would become? OJ hadn't murdered his wife yet. I was going to say it, but oh, I was sorry, just sorry, like, sorry. oh, that feels dark. <laughs> okay, nope. Category. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, bring it back. Bring it back. <clears throat> <clears throat> Okay, if you guys don't know, there's this iconic Christmas Eve party that Chris has thrown for the last 30 years. It has gotten so excessive that it's now costing over a million dollars each year for them to host. Last year, Kim and Kanye took it over. It cost $1.3 million. This is one single night from, you know, like 8 to midnight. It's in their homes, but they go so buck wild on the decorations. They basically transform their houses into like these winter wonderlands. It's also a really nice way to check in every year on like how much things can change, especially for this family. Mm. 2012, this Christmas party, Chloe's with Lamar. Oh my God. Courtney was with Scott. There's like all these pictures of them. 2013 was when Kylie was going her gothic phase, remember? (laughs) She was wearing black, okay. She was wearing black (laughs) lipstick. It's like a little time piece from the past that you can look upon. And now they all look like completely different people than when this Christmas party started. 2017, Kylie was hiding her pregnancy with Travis Scott. (gasps) She was hiding a baby bump. Yeah, a lot of stuff happens. It's, um, there's a lot of photos taken, but there's a lot that goes on. Like, for example, Kylie hid a bump 
for the entire party. No one took a photo. Wow. Everyone was very respectful. Wow. So last year, Kanye and Kim took it over. Like I said, this is when it went kind of weird because Kanye's like, you know, fucking hands. weird. Yeah. <laughs> He's crazy now. Yeah. It was like a white winter Whoville. It was, yeah. Do you, Kate, do you follow any of this? Do you no. know what I'm talking about? No. Kate. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> do you follow the Christmas Eve content from the Kardashians in any way? I'm going to say no. Wow. Amelia? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. <clears throat> what did you expect? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you can't escape this content. Celebrities are doing really nothing over the holidays. The Kardashians have control. Okay. And it's interesting to see who gets invited to these things. Too. Exactly. So, especially since we're talking about Caitlyn and the Kardashian family dynamic, last year or twenty, yeah, twenty eighteen, there was this huge drama because Caitlyn was completely on the outs with Chris after her book that was like really shady towards Chris, and then the whole family got in this enormous fight because Caitlyn was invited. Mm. Anyway, it's like a good benchmark each year to see where exactly everyone stands. Right. For example, going into twenty nineteen, we don't know anything. Like they haven't released. Any Christmas card yet, which that is, is weird. weird. I do that see that weird. when that comes out every year. Thank you. And then they haven't released any details like if Kim is doing it again. I wonder if Kanye's new Christian-like oh. dynamic will be, you know, what, how I'm much sure that'll— I'm sure it will affect something. He'll probably do like a pre-showing of his opera. Oh, you think? I, I maybe yeah, he'll do I think like so. a like a three hour nativity. Oh my god, version. Kill me. Yeah, and it's weird because now you know Kim going into this new year is like I'm going to start dressing less sexy and kind of like paring down a lot of their lavish lifestyles. But last year, Kanye was the one that wanted like an entire ice rink in their house. He wanted the entire block covered in snow, not just the house. Did that happen? Their, no, she had to shut it down. It was a whole episode on Keeping Up with the Crash. Oh wow. She was like, I'm really stressed about these finances. <laughs> I could also see Kanye, you know, he came out in those pictures wearing silver on right. his mm-hmm. entire face. I feel like I, just because it's Kanye, I feel like he, like it was accidentally like lead silver paint and he'll be like sick, <laughs> you know? Couldn't you see that happening? A little bit. I could. You're trying to bring darkness I'm to this sorry. category and I won't have it. So I don't want to talk about lead poisoning right now. <laughs> so I'm thinking this year, predictions. Oh yeah, predict the theme. Oh, that's tough. Who the f- <laughs> if it's Kim and Kanye again, it will be yeah, you're right. Who knows? Literally nothing. It will just be their house, or it'll be something super fucking it'll weird, be like marble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> marble is the theme. Casey Musgraves, hundred percent attending. Oh, wow, oh, you're right. Yes, you're right. She'll, She'll probably sing. <gasps> that would be lovely. Normally, John Legend does it, but they should oh, switch it up. They Casey should Musgraves switch it up. Should. They should switch it up. Uh, Kylie and Travis right now are not in a relationship. I think they're getting back together. The holidays brings people together. Kendall right now is single, but maybe she'll— I don't know. Tristan and Chloe, definitely not right. a thing. Yikes. I don't think Tristan will be invited, and I also don't think Caitlyn will be invited, hmm. which is sad. Which Tough. is sad, especially like this time of year. You know, you want to— Yeah, bring everyone together. Right. So, Kate, you will not come across this at all because you follow zero. So— Liz actually asked me this morning how many Kardashians I follow on social media. And I was like, I don't know. Because I was like, it's like Donald Trump. Like, you don't follow him on Twitter because mm. his shit gets pops up on your timeline anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like, you just don't need to. Yeah. I follow one Kardashian and it's Kendall. I don't know why. Wow. I That's really do. weird for that you. Weird. That's the only one. Huh. I almost unfollowed her today when I found that out. But <laughs> yeah. then just on principle, I felt like I shouldn't. Okay, I'll be sending you stuff for the okay, holidays. Amelia, are you going to be following along? I will be following along to see, like, I love the Christmas. Christmas cards are insane, mm-hmm. especially that David LaChapelle one where Caitlyn, before Caitlyn transitioned, uh, when she was still Bruce, uh-huh. like trapped in a she glass was cage. In the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that that was the one you're talking about, but I wasn't iconic, sure. Iconic, yeah, iconic. That it was, was so over so, the top. It was over the top and just 
so random. They were like at a casino. I was like, what is going on? But love was, that one. Was it last year that it was like really pared down and they were like. It was like a gap had, ad. Like, yeah. And Kylie had like yeah. a blanket on. I was like, what is this? We don't right. want this. And right. the year before. Yeah. And then they did an advent calendar each day. They did a new photo shoot. Oh, Remember right. that? Yeah. It was all white and denim. We shall see. Perhaps I'm the only person in the world that cares this much. <laughs> we'll see. All right, next category, not worth the tea. Another fat one, you guys. <laughs> Buckle up. Kate? It's not nearly as bad as last week, though. This is Quibi Watch. Guys, I promise we're not being sponsored by Quibi. I know we've talked about Quibi a lot. I think we're just really confused by it. But Quibi, if you want to sponsor If you want to, we're open to it. It's also just really fun to say. Mm -hmm. um, so in Quibi Watch this week, Rosie Huntington-Whiteley of Transformers and being married to Jason Statham— mm has a show coming to Quibi because everyone has a show coming to Quibi and basically it's going to be by the producers of Project Runway but it's going to be a beauty show and basically she's going to like get up and up close and personal quote unquote with beauty industry trailblazers but my thing is like I never want models to tell me about beauty products mm. because they look like they look through genetics and surgery and right. having lots of money yeah. and like not through using a certain kind of moisturizer. We talk about this all the I time. Know. No one I want to hear from crazy. Less. Yeah. I do not want to hear Rosie Huntington Whiteley with her fucking face telling right. me about what beauty products to use to continue True. looking like me. Right. Like I don't, that doesn't help me in the slightest. Right. So I'm against that. Also coming to a streaming service near you soon. I was pretty excited for this until I saw the trailer. <laughs> uh, this is called Spinning Out and it's a movie about Ice skating, basically, uh, on January 1st, coming to Netflix. It's with January Jones and mm. Kaya Scodelario. I was really into the ice skating beat during the Olympics oh, last year. And I yeah. was like, I will absolutely, like, watch an ice skating movie. There are a lot of issues with this. One is that it looks pretty bad. Two is that Kaya Scodelario is 27. January Jones is playing her mother, and she's 41. And January Jones does not look 41. January Jones looks about 35. Mm -hmm. So literally just them, like, doing scenes together. I'm like, you did not give birth to her. Yeah. It looks, she looks like her older sister. It's such a weird choice. I'm like, who looked at her and was like, yeah, that people will believe this. Correct me if I'm wrong. Jan I mean, January Jones, I know, has, like, bright blonde hair. Doesn't the main girl, the protagonist, have dark brown really hair? Really dark hair, really fair skin. They don't look alike. I don't so understand this choice at all. Yeah. But yeah, it looks pretty bad, but I will definitely watch it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, ice skating. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is the last piece of Kardashian news I'm going to give you all. So <laughs> bear with me for 15 more seconds. Okay, Jordan Woods, as we all know, we discussed in length, she went on Red Table Talk on Facebook mm. and did this big, like, quote unquote, you know, like blowout of an interview about the whole cheating scandal with Tristan mm -hmm. Thompson. I guess there was a deleted part of that segment where she took a lie detector test and it was just released as um, Red Table oh. Talks kind of like, you know, End extra content. Okay. Yeah. And she took a lie detector test and she passed and she said that she did not sleep with Tristan Thompson. My thing is like, A, release that at the time. <laughs> so it's all one narrative. Yeah. B, unfortunately, no one cares anymore. <laughs> Truly. Even me, which is saying a lot. And then Chloe was posting on her Instagram story after everyone was talking about uh -oh. it and said, liars are always ready to take oaths. Stop being so fucking forgiving. People know exactly what the fuck they're doing. Damn. So someone Whoa. hasn't forgotten about this. <sighs> right. Not everyone has moved oh on. But yeah, what the hell? Post this 10 months ago. I am unfortunately past this. That yeah. is really suspicious that they would wait this long? I have no it? idea. Yeah. Like, what? Rethink your content strategy. Truly. Red Table Talk. Right. The Ringer would never. Okay. This week, Greta Thunberg was, is it Thunberg, right? Did I say that right? She was named Times Person of the Year. Very exciting. She's great. However, 
she really just paled in comparison to <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix, who was named PETA's person of the year. Uh, and Greta's cover of Time was really cool. She, like, was, like, standing on a rock and, like, she's in a hoodie, you know, looking very, like, you know, natural as uh-huh. she is. There's, like, water spraying up behind her. Well, Joaquin Phoenix just took it to the next level. <laughs> he is basically on this ad for PETA being their person of the year. And it says, we are all animals. <sighs> and he, it's a picture of his face. And then there's a rooster oh, God. in front of his eye where it looks like the rooster's eye is his eye. It's very disturbing. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm not getting this from VegNews.com because they are really slacking and they did not appear to cover this. Rude. Which I'm like, <laughs> like, what else are you writing about? Like, you're Truly. not going to write about PETA's person of the year, that is Joaquin Phoenix. So, yeah, that's a real, that's a real like, oversight on mm-hmm. VegNews' part. Um, <laughs> I may have to part ways with them <laughs> and just go somewhere else where I can get the content that I need. But congrats to Joaquin Phoenix. Um, sorry, Greta, maybe next year. Yeah, I mean, he is out there protesting with dead animals. I know. He deserves Greta, it. Greta, take notes. Take yeah, notes. take notes. All right, next one. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is actually infuriating because I don't know how many times I have seen this. There's like a Twitter moment of it. There's been articles everywhere. And it's like, okay, Jennifer Aniston, she got nominated for The Morning Show. Great. Brad Pitt got nominated for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great. This is the Golden Globes? This is the Golden Globes. And people are like, oh, my God, there might be a reunion of Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, okay. Okay, one, this that was like 20 years ago. Two, they don't care. They're friends. Like, wasn't he at her birthday party? I was just going right. to say they've already publicly reunited. The this one where Reese Witherspoon fell down the stairs. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, they. I'm I'm sure they are sick of people talking about it. Yeah. I'm sick of people talking it's about it. I'm so tired. Like, come, like, come up with something else. Like, who cares? Like, they might say hi to each other or something, but they're it's gonna not. They're going to be in the same room. They're breathing the same they're air. Exactly. Like, they're not going to reconcile in this room. Like, it's just, let's, let's, who cares? Who cares? Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Do you want to talk about something else so I don't have to talk about what's next on the nope, outline? You got to do it. <laughs> this is a sign by my enemy, Kate Hallowell. I'm going to make this quick and as painless as I can. A Kazakhstan-based bodybuilder <laughs> bought and. Married his girlfriend, who is a sex doll, after he gave her cosmetic surgery to make her look more lifelike. He has also found her a job uh, at a local bar as a waitress. (laughs) Uh, She doesn't know how to cook, but her favorite dish is dumplings. (laughs) And they're married. So congrats. I did. The best part about this was I saw a tweet that was like, to be fair, when they said his title was bodybuilder, like that was our fault for assuming that he worked in a gym because he like built her body. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to think about it. Oh, I get get it it? now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Last one, Amelia. Okay, sorry. This will be real quick, but it's like, you know, a quick Varsity Blues update for the end of the year. Please. Felicity Huffman's daughter, the one who is who didn't get in trouble for the SAT thing, mm-hmm. uh, her younger one, she is going to Vassar, which good for her. That's a good school. Congrats. Congrats. And she didn't cheat her way to get there. Exactly. As far as we know. As far as we know. All right. Last category. Tea Time's most unanswerable question of the week. Tweet us at Tea Time underscore 33. Let's go. All right. Let's go. <laughs> My unanswerable question this week is, is there any world in which the sequel to To All the Boys I've Loved Before is better than the original, or do we just need to limit our expectations now? Because today, the first photos were released. I saw that. Of the sequel. P.S. I Still Love You, which is also, unfortunately, how I feel about Noah Centineo <laughs> in these pictures, because he looks really good, and oh. we still love him. Oh, my gosh. Look. Look at this one. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, 
my God. I'm back in. I can't, I I'll never be able to quit him. No, we can't quit Damn. Noah. Or we can't quit Peter, really. We can start calling him Peter again. Good. Peter yeah, there you go. Good, good, good. Um, basically, these pictures just look really wholesome and really cute. Yeah. And Lana Condor is just out here being adorable. And I know that the sequel will not be as good, but I just want it to just bring me that dose of like serotonin and joy yes, that yeah. we had when we watched the movie multiple times <laughs> in the first weekend it came out. Yes. And it was like all we wanted to talk about. Yes. And I just want that again. You know, I'm one a, more time. I, yeah. I know. I'm afraid it will not be as good. I'm also afraid that uh, uh, what's her name in the sh- in the movie? Peter and who? What is her Lord name? Jean? Lord Jean. <laughs> Lord Jean. Thank you. Do they end up in the end? I don't want to see them break up. I Me love either. them I know, in my head. They always have to like insert conflict once yes. like they've been happy together for a while. You know, there's well, like this other guy. The other guy. They have a pretty cozy pick of them. They do. Dancing. She's in like a maybe prom. Looks. Like, ooh, I love a prom scene. <sighs> a prom. Yeah, me too. I'm excited about that. Um. Yeah, I guess we'll see. We but shall I'm, see. I'm excited. I can't help it. And I really like this Jordan Fisher guy. I know, me too. He's like, really talented. He's really talented. Very charming. Not to be like, I've met him before, but I have. <laughs> um, and well, back when I worked at Disney. And he's extremely nice. Like, just a nice guy that you want to succeed. Right. And like, Noah's like a little bit the opposite now. Yeah. Right? We've really been poisoned right. um, with like his off-screen presence. So I'm a little worried about this movie, but I still can't wait. Yeah. My unanswerable question is, did our very own Kate Hallowell <laughs> plan Dwayne The Rock Johnson's wedding? Because it started at 7 in the morning. And for those of you who don't know Kate as intimately as I'm lucky to, <laughs> she gets up at, I don't know what, the crack of ass dawn at 5 in the morning <laughs> to do God knows what for a couple hours. Then she hauls ass to our office. And then I see her at the normal human hour of 9 a.m. I don't know what... It is, but that's your lifestyle. It is. This morning, I actually posted an Instagram story from our office, and Liz responded was like, I'm still in bed. Why are you in the office? <laughs> I watched this Instagram story with one eye open, <laughs> half under the covers, and Kate was in, like, you know, outfit, hair, makeup, and, like, in our office. And I was like, I will not see you soon. <laughs> anyway, Dwayne The Rock Johnson got married back in August, but he was on Ellen this week, you know, giving some details about his wedding. He said, he was joking, he's like, had to start oh, very early in the morning because I had an 8 a.m. workout. Ha ha! Ha ha! Oh my anyway, God. Anyway, he said, we wanted to have a very early morning wedding. We wanted to just say the vows and get over it so that by like 10 a.m., we're hanging out with the family. It's all done. feel like this oh, is God. your wedding. It's so early. <laughs> he said his poor wife had to start hair and makeup at five in the morning. I would think before then. Wouldn't that oh, be? Oh, like three. Yeah. Plus, you know how puffy everyone, or maybe this is just me, is in the morning taking those wedding photos at 7 a.m. I'd rather die. Like, even like a 10 a.m. wedding is (laughs) too early. 7 a.m. is like demonic. Plus, I didn't look into this enough. I don't know how, if they had a ton of guests. Mm. I don't, I can't imagine that they dragged people out at this hour. That's rude. No. But what the hell? That's is up with this wedding. He's, yeah. That's extremely rude. I do not support that. Questionable. All right, next question. Okay, so I really want to ask this question about the British royal family. Like, why do we still care? To be honest, I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, you know, I just, I'm not, I mean, like, I'm sure they're like, I like Meghan Markle. And that's about it. You're always confused by this. I feel like this has been plaguing you for a bit. For just years. anti-royal. Just kind of, but. Anti-monarchist. But honestly, I kind of want to ask a different question. Mm. Ooh, hit us with another one. Emily, <laughs> why? 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 Yeah. We need a quick, we need, we, we need to address can, this. We just. Briefly talked about a talk about how she yeah. wrote on her bicep, fuck Harvey. Yeah. So yesterday <laughs> it was released that Harvey Weinstein is like reached like a $25 million settlement with like his victims, but it's actually like his studio. And everyone was like, 
basically, he doesn't have to go to jail and he doesn't have to pay any of his own money. And obviously, everyone is furious about that. And he basically that. doesn't have to admit to anything. Right. Yeah. Admit to Insane. any wrongdoing. Yeah. So, obviously, everyone's furious. Obviously, that's horrible. Emily Ratajkowski decided to um, hit the premiere of Uncut Gems at the Arc Light and express her displeasure just by taking selfies of her arm that just says, fuck Harvey. It's just like so <laughs> infuriating. And I feel like I've given this woman chance after chance. <laughs> Have we? Have we? I, I, but like, you know, because I, I preface these things being like, you know, I want to support you. I right. want to support your thong line. Like, I want you to <laughs> Do we ever preface that? <laughs> but it's just like, what? Are you, there's a time and place for everything. And it is not the time and place to be like, let me be sexy, but also fuck Harvey. Yeah. You guys really need to just look at her Instagram post about this. We'll we kind of thought we were going crazy. Like, we were like, All right, she's just a parody of herself Yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like sometimes you can't have it both ways. Right, like, what are we accomplishing here? Also, um, thank you to, I believe it's Camila Beltreo, who okay. tagged us in the Instagram comments and was like, more evidence that she lasers her armpits. <laughs> and that, that was fake armpit hair in the picture on the cover of whatever magazine. Her God armpits look like a baby's bottom. No one has, no, hair has ever touched it. Hair has never come, come out of those pores yeah, since the early aughts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, okay, we're finishing out with one final question. And it's a scary one. <laughs> We're going to spook you guys right before you get on with your days. Okay. Everyone is reporting that low-rise jeans are actually making a legitimate comeback in 2020. The Cut published a piece that I read this morning that shook oh, me God. to my core. And they have evidence. So back in August, this is all from The Cut. Back in August 2017, the man repeller predicted that low-rise jeans were going to make a comeback. That was a long time ago. But as you know, it takes a while for it to infiltrate back into the public. Right. And then, can't believe I'm saying this, a denim trend forecaster named Sam Trotman expects low-rise jeans to be a key trend in 2020 because I guess ironic 2000s style will be coming back and like emphasis on the ironic. So oh, the Paris Hilton kind of like Britney Spears, bedazzled, juicy, like kind of low-cut stuff. And I don't want it. I don't want any part of it. No. I'll accept headbands. I'll accept French manicures. I'll accept the cardigans. This is where I stand. You draw the line. I cannot. We can't. We truly cannot go back to low-rise jeans. Why, when we've discovered something so much more flattering and that people feel so much more comfortable in, yeah. why would we do that to ourselves? Bad news. The VP of Global Women's Design at Levi's confirmed that the brand Levi's loves low-rise jeans now. Oh God. I feel terrified. I saw so many prospect. butt cracks in middle and high school <laughs> from low-rise jeans. I don't want to go back to that phase. No. no. I can't. We can't do it. Honestly, you know what? Maybe this will be good because then we'll all go to like Goodwill and stuff and buy like full Ooh, rise and then we'll be the saving the environment too. Right. And also then the high rise jeans will be on sale and nobody Boom. will want them. I need those expensive ass 260 jeans <laughs> to be 70% right, off exactly. going out of business. Madewell will be having sales. Oh my right. God. Okay. Ooh, so maybe so this actually, could work in our favor. There's a silver and then, lining. Yeah. Think about it. Oh, we're ending on a high note. I Great. love that. I love okay, that lovely, lovely. <laughs> Okay, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Tea Time. The next couple episodes will be fun. Christmas themes, a lot of predictions, looking back on the year. Stay tuned. Thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwa. And I'm Amelia Wedmire.